0: Judith has passed the time for after which it's, it's okay to take her spot. <laughs> there's okay. a certain you know you can't you can't, can't just, be in spot for a little while, and this we should go for a couple months. Now you can take her pew. I can take her. Yeah. a there's a statute of limitations. <laughs> or like that. Hello, Adriana.
1: Hi, hey, Adriana. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's that Do you have your dogs with you, Yeah. Of course. Yeah, she's begging me to pay, play with her right now. <laughs> she's learning. She's learning morning, evening prayer, and Bible study. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's an Anglican through and through. She is an Anglican. Yeah. She yeah. She's a Christian. Does she have a costume for Hollywood for Halloween? No, she's a little too masculine. She's kind of a Tom, Tom girl. <laughs> Tom boy, Tom girl. <laughs> She'll just be herself. She's just gonna be herself, yeah. Her, her camo self. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, well, we're at We'll jump in. Let's pray. Blessed the Lord has caused all scriptures written for our learning. Grant me, in such wise, Hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them. That by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which has given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ.
1: We are on to 3rd John after 2nd John. Um, So what does Second John talk about? Only one chapter. Christ's commandments. Okay. His
2: commandments.
0: <coughs> and um what what is the primary commandment that gets focused on throughout John?
2: Love.
0: Love. Love. Love for um. For whom? One
2: another. One another.
0: And how, how does that tie into love for God, or even love for Christ, more particularly?
2: I don't think we can love people until we really experience the love of God ourselves and we love him.
0: Love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. I just one connection is <clears throat> that command between the other and ourselves. What's the other connection between Christ and even the, the brethren, more particularly.
2: Where his body?
0: Well, think about the, 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 the creation. What, what What's Genesis tell us about the creation
1: of man? What was the pattern? What do you mean? What
2: was it? We're like we're kings and priests, so we in, offer back up. We were
0: made in, in whose image? We were made in his image. Okay. And so when we're baptized into Christ, we are born again in whose image? Christ. In the, Christ. Christ. Therefore, if you're gonna love Christ, yeah. you have to love that which is made in his image. And if you don't, there's an incongruity. So there's a direct that's a direct logic of the commandments. Now what's what's um what makes that difficult?
2: People. Oh.
0: <laughs> the ability to, to to discern the image of Christ in that in that brother or sister.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. How, so um,
0: that is sort of a test of love. And that kind it seems to me that gets back to um talked about our own experience of the love of God is that when we find other people difficult to love and we want to excuse ourselves from the task one, what 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 should, what what you know what should keep us from that logically yeah, well, and do, do we, do we always come God. to God as lovable, <laughs> having gotten it all right? Well, I think yeah, Marion does. does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Marion, with the exception of Marion, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and
2: Constance there, and Adriana.
0: So there, there's there's wow. <laughs> insane
2: <laughs> So I, Scarlet.
0: So, so the the I guess the the point here is that it, that we talk about this commandment to love one another is it it can be abstracted as kind of a a general exhortation to do good things, but it's deeply rooted in a logic that 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 man is made in the image of God. We are reborn in the image of Christ. Therefore, to love those who will who be to love Christ is to love those who bear the image of Christ. The difficulty of that then is that sometimes that image isn't as evident and people are difficult. And then the logic is, well, that's how God loves us. Sometimes we come and the image of Christ isn't so evident in us. Other things seem to be more front and central so it's but but if we say i'm not going to i'm not going to and this is a little bit where um i think it's connected to what we say in the lord's prayer we say when we ask not to be forgiven forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those trespass against us that 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 it, it, res, it resounds back that if we're going to accept this from christ we have to pass it on, and if we don't pass it on, it gets revoked. And that's the story of the man with the talents, you know, the the, the, the deaths, where he got, you know, the king forgives the heavily indebted man who then goes and beats up his fellow servant who owes him a little bit of money. And, uh, and his forgiveness in that is revoked. I wasn't gonna do anything, but now I'm going prison. And then um and these are are Johannine themes then and the, the, the incarnational nature of this uh, it, it is that as we back up from love for brethren to God's love for us in Christ, shown in in the incarnation um, and how what what kinds of heresies that we generally what's the word we've used for the kinds of heresies circulating around? 1 John and 2 John.
2: Gnosticism.
0: Not, gnostic heresy, which is, you know, our, our word for no, <clears throat> and that comes from the Greek, which is sort of gn gnostic, gnosis, and, and which talk about secret esoteric knowledge that a certain seer would, would receive. Whereas in Christ, the word is made flesh and dwelt among us is tangible. We can see it, we can touch it he's revealed particular truths to us and so the the reason that we know god loves us is that he sent his son it's not, oh i had a prayer where a cloud came over me and now i know god loves me it's 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 and it's not even although although there's a personal experiential component of god's love for us is presented and proclaimed as the fact that christ died for us and whether you feel it or not that's a fact and so it's tangible and real now there's an experience of receiving that so that's how we know christ loves us which which must therefore lead to love for brethren and so that's that's kind of the way that and 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 the authentic believers are those whose love for each other shows their faith um and that's connected to the confession that uh, Jesus is the Son of God, he has come in the flesh. Therefore, our faith takes on tangible fleshly form in the community. Whereas the more spiritualistic and esoteric faith becomes in the first century Gnosticism, in our time is more spirituality, the less incarnate it becomes, the more divorced it comes from any need to do anything anybody, I don't feel like
1: doing it for them. No, um, I've never gotten an answer
0: it means, it means I believe in whatever I want to believe in, Just right. <laughs> kind of like the word that's that floating around now in just gender-confused times. I'm polyamorous. It's like me just <laughs> speaking whatever you want to speak with. Yeah. It's polyamorous. <laughs> so that's it it's a real thing. It's real I've heard a lot of times. Yeah, it's, a, it's a new thing, but it's it's a fancy word you come up with to justify the fact that I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. It's a great
2: word. Yeah. Poly
1: means many. Yeah. Amorous love. Yeah, yeah they he put that on their dating
0: profile. Like, so we, yeah. Well, well that's, that's, a that's a lot of friends are just different awesome. Probably falls follows yeah. on the heels of there are many paths to God, whichever one is part of that. Well, and that, that's that's that you, we kind of get in this, and this is really important for John how it applies to us in an extended way is that um, there is a, a clear distinction between an idea of faith that comes through my subjective perception of God, the Gnostic, and the faith that comes through the. The, ta- the incarnation, the tangible revelation of God, for which witness is born in the Gospels and the Scriptures. And the reason that people opt for the former over the latter is, is the latter has a claim on you, it, that if if indeed the Word was made flesh and Christ died for you, the good news is your sin is forgiven. Um, the challenge is that, therefore, you have. If you receive this, your life has to change, and you can't really opt out of it. That—that's—that's that's the, the thing that the gospel proclamation always does. It brings an obligation to respond because if God has spoken, you can't say no. And that's, I think, what spirituality really is about: is the ability for me to opt out of everything I don't want to do and opt into everything I do want to do, and justify myself.
2: And have a sense of being connected to God. You don't want to miss out on the
0: spiritual benefits. Yeah, so you you, bat, you baptize your own thing with something spiritual. And I think the thing is that. um I'm
1: having your cake and eating
0: it. The other thing we, we, want, to, we want to remember when we talk about the spiritual is that is that we believe there are all kinds of spirits. Not every spirit is good. So to be spiritual doesn't mean good in, 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 in inherently. All right, let's jump into 3rd John, we'll see what
1: what he has to say to us.
0: So, these, 2nd and 3rd John again, 3rd John again sounds like a little bit of a a frontier epistle. That is, it seems like there's just sort of, the church is very new, you know, they meet in a home. Some guys, power struggle, you know, leadership. Fight among the vestry or something, you know? They're rebelling against the apostle. Uh, it it, it it's really sounds that that you know it's just kind of that un unformed. So we'll just go word, ver, verse by verse and, and uh, pack it. So again, John begins with the elder or the presbyter, like you he began Second John. We talked about that last time. Um, that 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 there's some dispute among scholars whether John, St. John the Apostle wrote 2 and 3 John, mm-hmm. and that would be because he um, uses the word elder in, in this, but he never uses it in other places. But um, there are other things that link it with um, the other epistles, and the elder— could be um, in a in a time. Could be just a a, a a claim for authority. Remember, Peter also called himself an elder, and so the idea that that that, that John it, it may be just a way of, of of speak of John speaking with authority. So.
1: That was he became John when Jesus called him.
0: Maybe he wrote when he was elder. Uh, now this, this, this is clearly after re, after the ascension and coming Holy Spirit and all that kind of stuff. So this is clearly down the road in church history. So the elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Now we don't really know who this Gaius is. Um but it, it, it sounds like later on in this le- lesson, we'll get, um, we'll talk about um, Theotrophes who's not a good guy. Uh, and G- Gaius seems to be someone who has a house, probably a house in which he practiced hospitality towards Christians, and maybe even as a house where some kind of worship takes place in the house. Um, because again, we remember now that there weren't any churches. There
1: were just houses that people met in.
0: You know, So, so notice in these first few verses how often the word truth uh, comes up to the beloved guys whom I love in truth. And I I think the the sense of loving in truth is not like I'm not lying that I love, but I'm telling the truth that I love. I think it's more that the love we have is rooted in the truth, which is in Christ, and that's a, a, is certain. That is the certain bond of Christian love that that puts you in the same body, gives you the same goal and telos of life, has you living in the same narrative, and as co you know as fellow members and laborers, So. Um, so to love and truth I think that's what that means. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. So the idea that, that John John is wishing him outward circumstances that are um, are are like the prospering of the soul because he, he is in the
1: truth. So that's kind of like a, um, a letter of greeting, you know, to guys. My love, I pray
0: that you may prosper, you know, health and peace. Verse three: For I rejoice greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, just you who walk in the truth. so what, what what would they be tel- testifying about in the milieu of, of of these epistles And maybe even especially with, with what John's been concerned about the incarnation presumes obviously the resurrection, but I think the incarnation uh, as as the uh, background for um, resurrection is that a gnostic teacher may, may, have, may have claimed to see the um the risen christ or had an apparition of some spiritual being which the risen christ being in a sense outside of time somebody could have said oh he appeared to me but if that has to be the same person who was also the word the, the word made flesh so I, that's why John, I think, uh, emphasizes the Incarnation, not denying the resurrection or anything, but if you could have a, a sense of resurrection without the Incarnation, a sense of Christ triumphing over the evil, and here he's the risen Christ, a Gnostic teacher might say he, he, he brought the true Gnosis, but he didn't really become man live in the flesh and actually die in the cross so living in the truth i think here would be that you're holding to the incarnation and the apostolic teaching and witness about the truth of that which of course presumes also that that moves forward into resurrection just as you walk in truth so the truth is in him in terms of the confession but he's also walking in the truth
1: practice
0: yeah. how do you suppose that, that the report would have been that he's walking in the truth what would he what would he have been said about it <laughs> i think that's right so we'll get a little bit more of um your report of what that is later on but that would be yeah the report that you're and it's going to be primarily about the idea of cracks and hospitality mm-hmm. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. And there's that word children that John uses, uh, that is used in in, uh, 1 John as well. And so in a sense that Gaius is his child, he would mean um, someone that he sort of begot in the faith by his testimony. That, that Gaius believed,
1: and so the um,
0: the concern always for um, an apostle, you get this with St. Paul, that he would go and preach the gospel, and people would believe, but then he'd go away, and this kind of stuff would happen, where people would come in, and the great concern is, are they still going to believe this stuff? So... Um, uh, when he gets to report, St. Paul gets this in, in his letter to the Thessalonians, because in, in, he had, in, in Thessalonica, St. Paul had a ministry where he came through and preached, and there was great persecution broke out, and he had this great ch- a church that started that he only got to spend a little bit of time with, he was run out of town, and so he had to go away, so he's nervous about them. And finally, he gets a good report. Oh, no, they haven't abandoned ship under the persecution. So they go, so for John, I think this is some of the same kind of thing that I'm away, and there's all these false teachers going around, and I'm really happy to know that you're, you're being faithful, not just in what you believe but also in what, in what you do. trying to raise your
1: children.
0: You know, and you're saying, well, you know, here I good report that they're still keeping the faith. And it's like, phew, you know? So, verse 5, then, it says, Beloved, you do faithfully whatever you do for the brethren and for strangers. Um,
1: so, what's clearly... Um,
0: being talked about as we go on here is both hospitality towards them and generosity for them. So um, the the financial arrangements of early church, these would be preachers and, or prophets <clears throat> recognized by the churches, that they would depend heavily on hospitality. Uh, they wouldn't have had a lot of money, so
1: they would... Um, they traveled to an area, they
0: probably would know, oh, you can, you can stay at their house. He, he is someone who, <clears throat> who will put you up. And then, and then, um, and then the other part of it would be to, um, when they leave, to give them something to go with. So they won't, you know, you don't just leave and immediately become hungry. So this virtue of hospitality, which is really important because it was, it was, you know, it's an ancient uh, universal virtue, it's a Greek virtue, uh, and often it it comes over the New Testament because uh, uh, we get the thing that, um, about being hospitable with strangers, because I think as St. Peter says, some, but some have entertained angels without being aware of and the idea that you could you could um mistre- and, and the idea that that uh, the stranger is worth the hospitality um, and this is something you know that, that that comes also to the biblical sense of israel's story you were strangers in the land of egypt and and so therefore be kind to the stranger which means in technical terms, in, in Israel's sake, resident alien. And it is one reason why the church has to be really careful with its language when we talk about whatever we, we believe politically about immigration and what we ought to do as a country. There's never justification to be unkind to someone that's a so stranger. You, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have a belief of how we should regulate a border, but that doesn't mean these are this is this is right out of the scriptures that you be kind to the stranger because you were strangers and everybody has this this sort of image the image of God that is significant.
1: Good question. Got smaller, not seven and a half billion. That's right. So you Google that for us. Population world, first century AD. Um, So here he would
0: mean. What does it matter? Because there's more strangers now. <laughs> well, there's also more of us to entertain them. You know, so it goes. There's two of the, It goes either way you, you look at it. So, um, whatever you do faithfully, whatever you do for the brethren and for strangers. So, um, the report here. What would be the distinction, you
1: think, between the brethren and strangers? It, it, it
0: may it may be um, in this thing that something like the brethren are those people known to them because they're part of the community there that he's being hospitable to and the strangers would would more be sort of wandering preachers who who come with a decent reputation as being you know this is a, a real a teacher and, and he's not afraid to welcome the unknown person. And so he's not just talking about, uh, and, and of course, John is very clear, don't welcome the heretic. The, the one who doesn't believe that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, don't have fellowship with that. And so this was um, actually a pretty big deal in the early church. They actually had had like rules. Um, from the writing found this in, I know, it was the like D.K. or one of those early writings where it said, you know, if someone comes to you as a prophet, you know, give them a life's lodging and two, but not three and not forever.
1: <laughs>
0: in other words, you, you know, you're not a free, somebody, you give them something, but but, but there's a, because you, you never knew, I mean, we've that now, right? I mean, it's, it's one of the, of course, our problem now is, is, is much more ubiquitous to homelessness and, and And how you deal
1: with all that, but
0: but the point remains that that kindness to the stranger, and I think in terms of like the church hospitality, there's that. You know, how do we deal with homelessness? There's also how do we greet people we don't know who come to us, and sometimes this is a big thing in. You know, when we talk about mission, is that when people come to church, and we always like to see each other, but I like to see when people, like on a Sunday, you know, your, your, your people are always going to be there. You see someone new, hey, who are you? Welcome the stranger. And, uh, because they've come to us, uh, and, and so, and so that's, that's why I think for, for in, in the ordinary, um, for life in the church when you see someone we don't know who comes to this obviously if it's a dangerous person or something you're not hopefully safer out that's different and there are some maybe you know but but generally speaking some comes who are you hey welcome have a cup of coffee welcome the stranger so that they they feel that the love that is in us expressed to them whereas you know sometimes you go if you we know, churches where someone visits and you can walk and stand there for you know an hour and no one even gives you time to day. And think that's that's uh, something that's significant for us to think about. We think that's what I think he's thinking about here: is people you know and people you don't know. They're all counted among believers, but the brethren are those who he knows personally, and the others who those he believers not Century population estimates: fifty percent uh, uncertainty, fifty percent, somewhere between one hundred and fifty and three hundred and thirty million. So to, to link four and five, he, he, he has rejoicing his children walking in truth, and walking in truth for Gaius, John to Gaius, is you, do, you, 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 you practice hospitality for the brethren you know and the brethren you don't, you're welcoming in a new way. It's a, it's just to belabor that point a little bit, because I like to, it's also if there, it's not just that people visit us. But there might be someone who's in church all the time that you don't know. So walk over and say, "Hey, I I know you here a lot. I don't, I don't know your name. Welcome the person you don't know, and, and welcome them in because because the thing is, this is something that and I see this is at our churches that aren't very. Um, I would say it's not that they're unfriendly to strangers they're just impenetrable to strangers where people will come they come maybe to the gathering afterwards and everyone's in their table with all their friends and if you go and take an interest in them and sit at their table that'll be fine but to me it would be like it's not wrong with your friends but have an open chair and say hey come here who are you let's take an interest in you whereas i think the other kind of thing is like we're looking for people, we're doing our thing, and if you come and take interest in us and help us with our thing, then that's good. So thinking about welcoming people on the margins who you don't know, and uh, you know, some people have more extroverted gift for this, you know, there's are different gifts. I don't mean like every shy person in class here has to go running down people they don't know, but a general awareness, a general openness to, hey, who are you? Because. You know, a number of things about this is that, uh, you know, it's a culture of loneliness. And the church has to develop, be a community that develops connections. And you saying hi to somebody might be a connection. You might find someone, some real interest or something, but it's a matter of welcoming someone into a relationship and not having this kind of wall and own rules of church context. So, yeah. There are so many
1: people that I've talked to here at this church so that are part of the church that came in, sat at the rear, wanted to be by themselves, didn't want to reach out. To anyone. What we keep aware of? Well, it, it's a subtle thing. There, there's, you know, there's, there's these certain you know.
0: Visitors you okay. Oh, well, you're here visiting. You know, have a visitor stand up, and yeah. like, oh. you know, and if somebody's trying to run through the door in the parking lot, let yeah. him go. No, but I mean, if someone's come <laughs> out and 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 um, <laughs> it was, uh, but it, and usually what, but but in truth about what what um, Jack says, what's most off-putting is over-aggressive clergy or readers who are honest with you but usually what's not off-putting is the person who happens to sit next to them after the service just saying gosh i don't think i know your name so the the the, 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 the less the less programmed and the less forced it is the less it feels weird yeah. something that's real. It happened to
1: me yesterday the that process so, and, and i said i don't think i met you
0: and she said oh yeah we've met carol and i felt about <laughs> so, here so here, here's the strategy strategy for this is think about your questions don't say i don't think we've met say i think i've forgotten your name i've forgotten your name and then you just say we haven't met oh, okay. then you can you can go with the you thought you were more familiar oh you didn't actually know them that's a, a better slope to go down than, you know, um, I don't think we've met. Like, yeah, we had lunch a month ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Where's your name, tag?
2: <laughs> Bishop, Bishop. I, I would say, too, that there there is a lot of loneliness. You know, there's loneliness in our culture, which the Surgeon General actually wrote a book about how lonely people are. But I yeah. would say there's loneliness in the church as well. And i think i've i've seen that being in ministry that people do express um that they want more connectedness i think diane and i have, you know have experienced that and are working
0: there. i guess that ties into I think, the good work the women's group is doing and i would say the men's group as well and, and this is actually something this is something of a cultural shift uh and it's why some traditionalists don't really get mission in the setting we're in because mission a generation ago in a in a in a culture where people had a numerous identities. You you had a job that was firm, you know, or you were you this and you had your family which was probably intact and you probably belonged to two or three volunteer organizations, you know, and and, and so your 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 Sunday would be you you'd come to church sometime at the time of coffee hour, off to lunch at the club. And then probably off to dinner somewhere else and church had a role apart. But you didn't, though you would, you might, you might make significant friendships over the years then, you didn't necessarily look to it for a place of, of, of deep connection. And people when churches were doing their ministry or, or even marketing, you'd come to church and people would come looking and a lot, that's, they're looking at the same kind of thing. What church am I going to go to on Sunday? And the person coming might not even be looking for a, you know, a a deep connection. They'd be looking, yeah, I'll I'll go to this church here, and maybe I'll volunteer at this, but I know I'm I'm, in the rotary, I'm into this, I've I've got other things as a place. And that's gone now. And nobody's looking, first of all, no one's looking to go to church, shopping, because they want to go to church on Sunday. The church has ceased to fill that role in our culture um, for people, and so people were looking. This is, I think, where the spirituality thing, or I, I think spirituality is like, there's like sort of, um, remind me of when I was, when I was up seeing me I drove up the coast highway, and it's all kinds of that sort of new age spirituality of yeah. Mount Camel Pius and little yeah. Vedanta retreat centers and things like that. Uh, where it's, that's, I think, a spirituality. It's weird, but in terms of a spiritual seeker, is usually somebody. This is a more a greater reality of someone who really likes to be closer to God and would really like to connect more deeply with people. And that's more of the person that that mission will be oriented to towards us. And they're not likely to know a whole lot about who we are. I mean, they might come in and say that music was beautiful and the liturgy was. I, I didn't mind it. But I'm not here because I'm not here because you're Anglo Catholic and you're not low church or I'm not here because, you know, you're, 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 you're not one of those. You know, I'm here. I'm looking for some, something deeper. So this hospitality now people for church to have ministry to connect, we have to cultivate much more deep connect, deeper connections and get to Who are you? What's your name? And this is why I think evangelism doesn't begin now. when we tell you about Jesus. It's Like, first of all, let me hear about you. And then, then let me share with you how I pray or things that might draw you in relationship with Jesus. And then after we've had a personal connection, let me introduce you to my people, the community. You might connect two or three other people. They might come to a women's group or a men's group or a Tuesday night group or something. And okay, all of a sudden now, now I got meaningful connections that's what's gonna bring that's what's gonna to minister to people now and it's completely different than where church was a generation ago. Where where people where church is much more compartmentalized. People still think we are very right,
1: right? church. Yeah, this I, to, to
0: me i would say i would some people say that See, don't, don't argue that i mean a lot of people are well, no we're not that we're this because they were all heretics and we all did this it's like nobody nobody cares about that narrative and it's not important to how this person here is going to meet jesus through us so don't that and, and that's the problem of a lot of our churches you know we had this mission retreat where i talked about this is like you on their websites they're arguing angrily for a battle that's no, that doesn't exist anymore other than in their minds you know that, that got, you've got to you know the question people are bringing are and we're not the only church that does that you know i, I, was, I was talking to people visit other churches like uh somebody said they went to this roman catholic church and the first was uh oh where you come from oh you're Said something about anything, Oh, you, you guys aren't pro-life, are you? Immediately dividing this, and everyone has the, the way they they lit this test you at the door, you know, to 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 say whether you're here or not. And we just got we got to stop it. You know, who are you? And and be, and, and yes, we are all those things. But but those those that develop theology of of life and orthodoxy out of knowing who Jesus is and how to know him rightly. But you have to know him first. And we are the people who are gonna help people know him. So don't lead with you know what's don't don't lead with your you know, well, don't lead with your issue, I guess that's the question. Don't lead with your anxiety, you know I
1: will
0: simply say Yeah. No, that's good. No, I think it's but I, I was simply saying that's good. I don't think that's because <laughs> nobody knows what. It, it's not that they can't. It, it's not that it's not important. Our identity as a church. It's just that. It's just. What's, yeah. It's just that. That's something. You know. A year in, they'll. Oh. I, oh. Now I understand why you did that.
1: I heard this business guy who was trying to teach me how to say what I sell, what I, what I create. <laughs> You
0: don't bring out your guitar until at least the third date. So it's like, don't bring up all this other stuff. Singing the first date. Hello. So, anyway, hospitality. I think we beat that. I beat that. I like to beat that. I beat it. (laughs) So, um, verse 6 Whatever you do for the brethren and for strangers who have borne witness of your love before the church. So, people have testified about Gaius' love for the brethren and strangers.
1: If you send them forward on
0: their journey, a man worthy of God, you will do well. That's he said. the other part of parapathlete. Like, set them on, their, on the way with, with what they
1: need. Because they went
0: forth for his name's sake taking nothing from Gentiles. And that's the point of the preachers who are doing it for Christ is, is they're not being supported by the pagan world, they're supposed to be supported by the brethren. And um, it's interesting here in the itinerant sense, they're supposed to try, you know, they, they'll come, they get lodging, send them on their way. Now, you know, you know, that's not going to be provisioned forever, but it'll be... You you take care of where they are, you send them on the way, and when they go next time, they'll have to depend upon that uh, support at
1: the next place they go.
0: Verse 8, we therefore ought to receive such that we may become fellow workers for the truth. So when we receive
1: those who are ministering for Christ,
0: we, we become fellow workers, we're supporting. This is something that St. Paul uses his language a lot. That when like, he says to, to the Philippians, I thank you for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. What he means is they've supported him. And that he's allowed him to go do, to do this work without which he couldn't do it. And it's interesting with St. Paul that um, he says in Corinthians, makes a big point in Corinthians that I, I'm not taking any money from you guys because there were other false apostles who were coming and taking money. And he was gonna, for that purpose, he wasn't gonna do it, but it wasn't because he was against the concept of receiving support. <laughs> he, he took support from other churches that didn't have the same issues. So uh, the same kind of thing there was, and they, they, they have fellowship there with him. What How would this translate
1: into our time? I mean, we
0: don't have a term. Christ. no no i i think for us i mean the, the ministry is now much more settled certainly your tie that supports the ministry is a way to have fellowship with it and then you know the ways we decide to support people um you know our you know so it's a little bit different um it's a little less of the frontier and a little more settled but it's the same thing
1: can you speak about the small congregation meets here
0: it doesn't meet here anymore oh, it doesn't no um, Omid had to go back to India. His support wasn't sufficient to keep him here. But we still opened up the doors for. Yeah, yeah. Possible. There was this this, uh, this priest Omid. You met him to the church on one Sunday. He was an Iranian priest. Yeah, yeah. And he had a mission here that was going well. His his problem is that he didn't. He thought he was going to be receiving more support from the organization. Brought him over. I think it was really a general uh, uh, a cultural gap that what I mean is when we, if they went this mission here, they realize, yeah, we'll give you some money and you got to go raise a bunch of support in the church of England. It means there's a ton of money. We'll just pay for it for you. So I don't think he quite, I just my sense of it. I didn't I research it, but I, I, I don't think he quite understood that. And he's used to, he came from the church of England, very wealthy diocese. Everything he did was completely funded. He didn't quite know i don't think he quite understood that when you come over here it's a little bit different about mission but we let omid and this iranian congregation i want to stay in touch with him because you know it's really tough in iran right now he has he has an underground uh church there and his his gathering of of persians iranians here in the community they're meeting here now. He's starting to get more and more he he would have built it. i think he'd like to come back and do it he needs to get more support
1: so where was he going?
0: Uh, back to England, back to the of Manchester. But Jack's point was that we welcomed, he came, yes. he asked, we we were we were willing to support that work and, and provide room for it. And of course, we knew that because early on in our life, we met at a community congregational church that let us meet there. So we, being kind to the strangers because we were strangers, is something as part of our personal history. That's fleshing out the
1: word. So, um,
0: verse nine, I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to have the preeminence among them, does not receive us. Oops. Now, notice the word receive is is a, a, a link here. Um, verse eight was, we receive sites, so receive authentic workers. But now you've got, and Gaius is, is practicing hospitality, but Diotrephes is, is not receiving um the apostle the apostolic emissaries whom john who, who were being sent out um, and he loves to have a preeminence loves to be the big shot and again I, it, it seems as though gaius has a house in which he's practicing these things and Diotrephes has a house in which he's practicing the wrong things it seems pretty clear. Therefore, if I come, I will call to mind
1: his deeds which he does, prating against us with malicious words. He was prating me. Your, gossiping. Huh? Gossiping. Yeah. gossiping. Yeah, gossiping. You know, sort of slandering. We don't have that. Never. No. shock <laughs> You shocked. You're shocked. <laughs> So you, you, so you've got again.
0: When I talk about this kind of being a frontier setting, you've got a church that has probably a lot. I mean, I just think we have to get our mind around this. Probably, this church looks a lot different than our church looks like. It probably has several manifestations in different homes. Um, and um,
1: you're right.
2: However, we're
0: back to human beings, yeah. you know,
2: we're
0: still going to have yes. this within yeah. the church, no matter That's right. what you're doing, more so than others. Yeah, well, I think Diane's right about that. We're always going to have people who cause division in the church, and you know, you know um, whatever it is that got his nose bent out of joint, like, I know people get angry at me for some crazy things but i didn't do something i didn't recognize something sir and so i think the key in, in such a, a case is um that you just the, the, the key to when people do do things they ought not to do is you can never respond in kind to it gotta have to let it play off because it's gonna it always plays out when those things but if you um if you, if you attack it in kind, then all of a sudden, you know, they'll look like, oh, you know, he's being mean to, them, like that. So sometimes you just have to endure, like John is having to endure here. That this is happening, and you know, the, 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 who is right and true will play out in time. Who's not will play out in time. It's not, acting like it's
2: not happening.
0: So it's still named it. Yeah. Yeah. Named it. Yeah. Yes. This guy, <laughs> recorded in the scripture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Excuse me, Bishop, was, was this man a believer? Was he actually part of their church, or was he um, someone that was a community leader?
0: I, I, would, I would suggest that this is um, someone who was part of the church and then became an opponent of the apostles, again, in a, in a place where the church just probably has a presence in various different homes. You know, I wouldn't think of one giant gathering all the time, but church meets in this house, church meets in that house. You go from house to house. Well, this guy might have a, a house church gathering in which he does not receive people St. John sentence. Well, we saw that play out
2: church.
1: They had somebody they wanted, we wanted you, and you backed
2: away, which I
0: thought was the right thing to do. The other guy campaigned, I can't think of his name, he's dead now. Yeah, we're not going to there right now. But we Yeah, so, so, but this is a little bit different, because this is proceeding into homes, and what it, well clearly this, I mean the point that this raises. to Michelle's point is it probably made prominent and somewhat wealthy lay people very important in, if they were faithful, because you couldn't really host a church gathering in your home unless you had some room. And to practice hospitality to multiple travelers and send them on their way requires resources. So I think with Gai- Gaius and, and Diotrephes, you've got two you know, people who at least have some means who can receive And Gaius is doing what you ought to do, and Diotrephes is doing what you ought not to do. Because one practices proper hostile, the other does not receive the people
1: that John sends. And not content
0: with that, he himself does not receive the brethren and forbids those who wish to, putting them out of the church. And I, I would say that means putting about out of, of, of the gathering of the church that takes place in his home. And notice for John, the church is, and it's very important for us to remember because we're get this, we get this confused, the church is the body of Christ. The church is not a building, so John, is not just that, it, they all met in one big building that John, you know, this community John's writing to, but it may have two places. In Gaius' home, Doctor's home, but when Deuteronomy kicks them out, doesn't receive the brethren, he's kicking them out of the church because there the church is in, in the home, the body gathered.
1: Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is
0: good he who does good is of God, and he who does evil has not seen God. That sounds a lot like John's language from First John, um, has those kinds of echoes.
1: Demetrius has a good testimony from all and from the truth itself. That's interesting.
0: From the truth itself.
1: Do you think that means Demetrius? If people are speaking well of him, but the second truth itself—yeah, that the very, the very looking at his life shows that the truth is in him, and and
0: probably John means. The truth is manifest by the good work by the love for brethren he shows, so others are telling about him, but you could see it without having others tell you about it We also bear witness, and you know that our testimony is true, so this is John commending him to to Gaius, and therefore it could be that that he's going to be lodging there.
1: I have many things to write, but I do not wish to write to you with pen and ink. But I hope to see you shortly. We shall speak face to face. There's also an aspect of that that says, um, like he's giving a letter, but then he's
0: saying, I'm coming soon. Which would be a comfort, I think, but also, okay, yeah, this, and so it's like, we have the word of God from Jesus, and we know is coming soon. But the sooner we know is coming, the more it's still better. We <laughs> better do
1: these things that he said. Be accountable.
0: It says, Pe- Peace to you, which is the greeting. Uh, A friend greet you, greet the friends by name. Yeah, he doesn't greet them. Yeah, he doesn't do like St. Paul does. Is list out a bunch of names. It's like maybe John forgot their name. Read them by names. And yeah, I guess like <laughs> like when at church, I can't remember someone's name You guys introduce each other. <laughs> or I, I say, come over and introduce this person. I, I
1: can't remember yeah. the name.
0: <laughs> but you, you know, you you see here just in this letter the, the sort of timeless challenge of discipline in the church of of highlighting the good pointing out the bad and i think
1: that's, that's right any questions about that
2: so it sounds like he was going to confront when he says therefore if i come i will call to mind his deeds which he does crowding against us with malicious words so would you say that he's saying, "Look, when I come, I'm going to confront this guy about this"? So, tell
0: me, said again. I couldn't quite hear that. It was a little
2: muffled. Oh, so is is John, is the writer saying that when he comes, he's going to he's going to confront what uh, Diopterus, uh, uh has done?
0: Yeah, I think I think he said in verse. Um, 10. 10. So uh, he's
2: going to come and confront. He's going to yeah, confront that situation.
0: I will, if I come I'll call to mind the deeds which he does. So, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah, I, th- I think that's the implication.
2: Okay. So, <laughs> on
0: yeah, on to Jude for next week. The, the, other, um, the other thing that issue flows out of this in just a couple of minutes to make a comment on that I've that, uh, had a couple of uh, thoughts about. Um, in terms of hospitality, you know, John has said, you know, don't welcome the person who doesn't confess that Jesus has come in the flesh, uh, but do welcome the brethren. Now, in our own hospitality, sometimes the question is where should... The hospitality lines be drawn. Where should we feel like, or, and are there any places to draw, to draw them? Um, you know, some people be like, I had somebody talk to me the other day about, uh, you know, being invited to the home of somebody who was, whose lifestyle was not, shall we say, in accordance with the biblical teaching. Should they go? And, because that's this sort of Now, the rubric there was this was not uh, a home of a believer they were going to, but just of somebody in the world. And St. Paul has a, a statement in Corinthians where he says, um, he says, I, I wrote to you not to have fellowship with the the immoral uh, or something like that. But he said, I didn't mean the immoral of the world because then didn't have to go out of the world. I meant anyone who calls himself a brethren and behaves this way. So the distinction I think to carry out
1: is that we um,
0: there's a, there's a hospitality and almost an ambassadorial role with the world in their interaction with it, but the closer we get into church, if someone's in the church and and and, and is in error or teaching something wrong, that's where we say no, I'm not going to be a part of it. Not, not so that that's where our divisions are are more in. In making clear our distinction between error and truth, and not having fellowship with that which is an error, um, I think this is the only thing to highlight about that. Is I think it's we're in a time where people tend to not draw any lines at all, say, "Well, it's no big deal," and and clearly John thinks it is, and, and so there's a balance between you know the generosity of wanting people to to you know to to um, Come to the truth and see, and then the need to draw boundaries. We have to kind of, almost every particular situation has its own dynamic of how to carry that out. There's no way to do it, but that's sort of the, the framework for how to think about that. But if you're going over, like I've asked you this before, if you're going over and you're going to do some kind of crystal ceremony or something
1: like that, that's
2: no, going in
0: your no life. any any spiritual yeah. thing. I think I, I don't I don't want to be around it. At all. Yeah.
1: Well, sometimes they know. put on like some movie that's going to be 32 or whatever it's just like oh look at the time <laughs> <laughs> so that those in need the homeless come around for occasion and uh, beg for money and that's uh, where really you have to know how to, how to direct them and help
0: them yeah, I mean, the homeless, the homeless is a big issue, but I mean, in general, um, I mean, the Ocean Rescue Mission has given a lot of good, you know, Chips. teaching about that, but for example, the guys who who stand on the street and beg usually make a decent amount of money. Yeah. They're, you know, can, can, making a living, and so it's, but, but the, the main, I, I, you know, I think that if you see someone who's homeless, the ministry to them would be to, Talk to them, and maybe if you wanted to offer some basic food or drink to just kind of facilitate that, maybe offer a ride to the Orange County Rescue Mission if they're interested. But I think I think there's a. It's not that we should never give anything. It's that the 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 idea of responding to every homeless need with money is actually not solving the problem. It's a Western problem. That, that began with the, the, the sort of the logic of the welfare state the truth is that almost everything we've given more money to we have more of now because it because it, it it's 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 human nature that if I mean, if you think about it economically it was an epiphany I had at a Fuller'ton Starbucks one day when I was we got sitting there and give me some money it's like you don't you think you're helping but what you really in a one sense you're paying them to sit there you're, you're making, you're making the activity doing profitable if you simply, get, we come by here, here, you know. That's what the government done. Well, that is, I mean, so, I, you know, and, and there's, we can talk about programs, but that's, that's, in general, that logic of that the main answer to the problem we're seeing is money is, is the lie that's gotten us into the kind of disorder of our culture. It's, it's a lie that makes people miserable because not only is it, we think it solves problems we think it makes people happy and then they're miserable too so anyway so for that that we can always take someone give someone a ride to orange County rescue mission they have a screening they'll 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 send it out and that's what you. and you find a lot of times they don't really want to do that so. i thought you're talking to the man here yeah no, I, don't <laughs> I, don't I can't see someone you. in my car taking no one do that. no i mean do okay. that I, I, I'm not saying you have to do anything, I, I just, if when you encounter this, I, I'm suggesting that these are the contours, but I think a real homeless ministry would be a relational one more than it would be an economic. I think even in real life, our, our economic giving often is a way of avoiding the relation or demand. I'd rather give you a bunch of money and have to deal with it.
1: course, <laughs> you feel also about doing nothing.
0: Yeah. And I really like your vetting process that if somebody comes to you and asks you for something
1: and, and you will set up an appointment
0: And if he shows up, that's one thing. He, but usually, he wouldn't show up. Yeah, I mean, that's what, so. so usually the, somebody's urgency that today, if I don't get X, you know, my life will fall apart. is not a reason for me to, Somebody's lack of planning without not a reason for me to cancel two appointments. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, what you say is, I can't help you now, but if you want to meet and, and turn in that more long term conversation framework, which almost never ensues. So, all right. Good to be with you all today. We'll study Jude next week, the epistle to Jude. Uh, and, um, yeah. So, let's pray. The Lord bless us and keep us. The lord make His face to shine upon us be gracious unto us the lord lift up his countenance upon us give us peace this day and forever Amen. Amen. by Bye all You'll see you see
2: it thank you so-
1: I just saw rerun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: re-run. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it was rerun. I Hey, you know what,
2: you're doing something tricky here, going through here. That. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that was a couple, Yeah, a couple, a couple of different actually. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't know It's like i i i
0: I don't know. <laughs> there were, there were some days. email you or text you and see what your appointment schedule is like for next week. I recommend
2: um, a consulting fee. Yes. 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 they
1: yeah, it's too bad we don't have the fields anymore,
2: where they so like root, and yeah. get the cleaning. But
0: well, then, the, then they had to actually work for it, too. Yeah, well,
2: then they are working, and then it cleans up the fields,
0: too.
2: And, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, it just goes in there. And it,
2: and it, so I was
1: just in San Francisco last week, and it was a giant hole yeah. It, 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 it's dangerous. Dangerous.
0: I was I was an, I I returned my rental car to Oakland and the uh the, the gas station has armed armed security. Yeah did you protect I I pulled up to, to the guy's guy's packing, and it's like I yeah. got I I know Oakland's been dangerous, but yeah. I didn't it's gotten well
1: right over by the bus.